the leader needs to become a better leader all the time. There's always ways to better better themselves, right? As simple as reading audio or listening to audiobooks or reading, right? Like I went on a big binge this year because my coach got me to this place of like, I write a whole bunch of stuff about the military and the leadership within the military and what it takes. And by read, I mean, listen to on audiobook. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so because I firmly believe that that is the case. Yeah. Is the lack of leadership is is a disease in our space. And it's because people don't have that muscle, right? People aren't born leaders. I know you hear that. You're a born leader. Yeah. No, you're not. You can be charismatic. You can be born charismatic. People can be drawn to you charismatically. But that doesn't mean you know how to lead. Yeah. There is a vast difference in that. Mic check. I'm good. Mic check. Mic check. You can read about success all day long, but if you don't put in the work, the mindset, execution, and the hustle behind your vision, it just remains a dream. When everything goes wrong, you have to take all the responsibility. We uncover what high-level entrepreneurs, business owners do to rise up from hustling daily. So do what you feel passionate about. Take chances. The world becomes your library to help you become better at your craft. Join me as I share with you actionable tips to help you grow your business, learn skills, and help you level up in your self-development journey. Your number one spot for business and personal growth is the Online Hustlers Podcast with your host, Esteban Andrade. Every day I'm hustling. How does it feel like really being on stage, uh, impacting people, or what's really the mission there? So... The, the history behind it as a kid, I thought I was going to be a teacher. Okay. My grandmother, who essentially was my mother, uh, she was a teacher and a principal my whole life and her whole life, right? So that's what I knew. So I thought I was going to go that direction, right? So once I got old enough to realize how much money they actually make, I decided I didn't want to be a teacher anymore. Yeah. Um, but that the the passion to give and to help and to do what teachers do uh, which they should be the billionaires, to be frankly. I mean, that's that's another subject. So then I thought, okay, well, I want to make more money while helping others. So I'm going to be a psychologist or a psychiatrist. So I told my grandma, hey, I'm not going to be a teacher anymore. I'm sorry to disappoint you. I'm going to go into psychiatry or psychology. And then I found out how much schooling is behind that. Yeah. And I said, that is also not for me. <laughs> um, and I got my degree. I went to UCLA and, and you know, i I've never used my diploma, by the way. I've never had a W-2 job. I've always been an entrepreneur, always. Um, so if you have dreams, go out and get them because you don't have to go get a degree to go get, do it. Um, and so, you know, I've been an athlete my whole life. I started coaching sports and all this other stuff. And so along came this opportunity because of my success in real estate to create this podcast. And it led to this now, the Science of Flipping coaching platform that I now have a platform where I can be a teacher. I can fulfill myself and what I genuinely enjoy doing, which is helping other people. I can do that now and have a business doing it. That makes a lot, whole lot more than a teacher, nothing against teachers. I just want to build a life that, you know, I want to enjoy. And so the point to all that is it's not about the money. It's about providing the value to these people and helping them create more money than they've ever been able to make. Ultimately creates so much more value in me. That that's why I do it. That's why I continue to do it. And I want to go bigger. I'm not even playing at the level I want to be playing at at that game. I want to be influencing tens of thousands a year, not a thousand a year. Right. And so 
if I can help those people make more money than they've ever made, if I can help them quit their job, if I can help them, like my mission is actually to teach financial literacy through real estate. That's the mission of my company, Science of Flipping. Financial literacy through real estate because it really all comes down to numbers in real estate. And if you can understand numbers and you can understand being bankable and you can understand some basic financial stuff, it'll change your life forever. And so I teach that through real estate. And so my whole thing here is, is, you know, what Grant really taught me over the last, call it 90 days that I've spent a decent amount of time with him, is you are doing others a disservice if you don't play big. And in that case, you're doing yourself a disservice, but you're doing your family a disservice. You're doing the others that you can impact if you don't play big. You need to play bigger than you've ever played before. So quite literally, my business went from, you know, spending a certain dollar amount on marketing to 3Xing that after hanging out with Grant. And the number's big, right? It's in the six figures. And so that's scary, right? I mean, that's those are real investments every month that I make into my business. But it allows me to impact more people and allows me to become part of circles that are playing at a much bigger level, such as Grant Cardone, such as Brad Lee, such as so many others, right? I just told you um, Garrett J. White and John Whalen and just the the list goes on and on of people that I'm now in their world, they are in my world, they're in my phone. And, and those things ultimately are going to help a whole lot more people because we're all servers. We all serve other people. Every name I just named, including yourself. We're here to serve others based around our current experience and our past experiences. And ideally, what we're trying to do is is highlight the faults that we've had so people don't have to go through those faults, right? And if you can do that, then there's only upside for those people that follow us. Yeah. Man, um, I actually like what you said because um, first, we're going to go and cover why right now investing in real estate, buying real estate in 2023, it's a great idea. And basically, like the roadmap of what a real estate business should look like. Yeah. But um, what you said is huge because if you think about it, what do the biggest companies in the world do? They have they give people access to what they need and to solve a problem, right? Whether that's communication, whether that's like getting something. And almost the access is always either for free or very, very low barrier of entry. And if they want to go and get other type of like premium benefits, then obviously like they, they have a huge charge for it or they have like a decent charge. But I feel like Science of Flipping itself could be literally a, a, a platform on some, you're in tech right now and mm-hmm. some sort of tech where yep. people can just freely go and have their education of real estate, at least the basic level where they understand, hey, this is the thing that I really want to do for my life and my career. I want to take it all in. And then if they want more education, then probably they'll go through the premium type of um, type of features or type of benefits. But like you have tech right now mm-hmm. and a lot of tech companies, what they have at the very beginning to help a lot of people is a freemium type of access yep. or like all level access. Think about, for example, yeah, Spotify, right? So we have it. It's called Insider, the Science Flipping Insider. So if you go to the scienceflipping.com forward slash insider, you have all my not a hundred percent of my training. Um, but 90% of it, my documents, my tools, my free, free. the science flipping.com forward slash insiders, totally free. Um, I mean, the reason why I do a podcast is to give away the goods for free, right? The science of flipping. The reason why I have a YouTube channel, you know, justincolby.tv is to give away this stuff for absolutely free. 
because the more I can make an impact on people in a wide reach, the more I know, you know, a, they'll make more money, but B, my life will be fulfilled because the more value I provide, I promise the more income I make. Yeah. And it's not because I'm doing anything different. It's just, I'm providing more value to others. Yeah. So we do have that, right? Yeah. For example, us, um, we, we place virtual assistants. Now we call them collaborators, by the way. Nice. So, you know, I like that name. Collaborators. Little IP there. Yeah, there you go. And uh, so these guys are in another, another country, let's say Venezuela, Colombia, Brazil, whatever. Um, and they're looking for a job here in the US. And with the remote work, remote access, they can't get a job if we cannot get a client and fulfill a client because they have applied through us, but they can't really get a job because we don't have the bandwidth. Yeah. But with the, the, the access of helping more people in that mindset of being able to, to help more and give people more access, if we have a platform where people can go and find these collaborators and they're ready for real estate, they can literally pick and choose and they can have their own screening and their interview process for the real estate space, a lot of those applicants that come to us every single month, which is thousands, they're going to be able to get a job. Yeah. Like it's not only the 30 or the 40 that we currently serve. Right. It's going to be now hundreds. Yeah. Or thousands. And think about the impact you're making on those people. Exactly. Not just your client, the people you're hiring and the opportunity you're giving them that can't find a job, that can't get paid the way that they can get paid here or even a fraction of it, right? And so the, you're providing a massive value on two sides of that coin. The people that you're employing to serve your client and the client that you're giving service to. And that's brilliant. And the more you do that, and the bigger you go, instead of 40 employees, get to 400 and then 4,000 because that just means you're serving them by giving them an opportunity to make really good money in a really good company with a really good leader yourself. And you're serving the clients that need that service, right? I mean, how many people are in our space that need the service that you provide? Thousands, thousands, tens of thousands, right? I mean, in order to be like a true CEO, a true business owner, there's absolutely no way that you can do it without teams, no, without, no without people. Okay, now AI is coming and things are going to be easier, but that's just like an accelerator for processes, yeah. not for like changing like the actual like team culture and whatever you're building. So yeah, well, the difference, the way I define that is there is a massive difference between a business owner and being a hustler. Yes. So my good friend, Kent Clother says it all the time, right? You got to get out the hustler to become the CEO. The challenge is becoming a CEO takes a very specific skill set. Most people don't have that skill set and then they don't invest in themselves to learn how to do that, right? You're a great example. You're coming with me to the boardroom to kind of develop better skill set for yourself. Very successful company. And you're like, I got to level up. I need to be around the right people. Most people don't take the commitment you're taking, right? I paid 100 in 2022. I've spent, I invested $115,000 of my own money for coaching masterminds because I need to get better. I need to be bigger. I need to have a better skill set. I need to harness the skill set. And the challenge is most people say or want to have a business, but if you really look at it, they just have a high paying job because they do all the work. Yeah. They're the chef, they're the cleaner, right? They're the maid, they're the everything. Yeah. So the, the challenge is people need to invest in themselves. They're very quick to spend money on things and they're very quick to not spend money on investing 
into themselves. Yeah. And it just doesn't make any sense. And then think about it this way. If you're hiring someone, whether that's a local employee that goes to your office or that's a virtual remote uh, worker that works for your company, um, if you hire an A player, an A player always would want to level up. An A player always would want to take it, take it to the next level, always learning, uh, making more money, um, getting, getting to higher levels on their career. So if you really want to have a great team where you're hands off in a lot of stuff and you're growing, if you're not growing, yeah. your team feels that and you're basically dying. A hundred percent. That's the, especially if you have A players, they're going to look at you and be like, well, what are you doing? Like I'm an A player. I'm trying to grow. I want to get better. And if you're not a good leader, so this goes back to the uh, management versus leader. So I talked to a lot of my elite. We talked about like the levels of my coaching, right? You have the elite or upper echelon doers are getting deals done. They're in the game. They're making money. I talked to a lot. A lot of my coaching to them isn't obviously how to write a contract. It's not the basics. It's you're at a level of leadership you've never been at. And that's why it's not working for you. You need to understand the difference between being a manager and being a leader too often. And I was a victim of this. The reason why I have so much passion behind this is 2014, 15, we were doing great, making a lot of money. I took what I call the owner's box, right? So put my feet up, team's got this, we're rolling, right? Mm. But I am essentially the rainmaker of my business. Yeah. And so if I remove myself because I want to be cool, and take the owner's box and tell everyone I run a business, but then the business starts to fail because I'm not being a leader to that business, then that's 100% my fault. Yes. And that's what happens is people want to build a business and hire people, but then they get them all trained and they're, and then they just let them go yes. and they stop leading them. Yes. Right. And it's, it's a, it's a disease in our mm -hmm. space, specifically in real estate. It's really a disease. Like, and then they think they're leading them because they have a weekly meeting about KPIs. Mm -hmm. That is management. That is not leadership. There is a vast difference between management and leadership. And people don't get that. And they're willing to just say that they're leaders because they have a weekly meeting about KPIs. It's nonsense. And so I, what I'm telling you is echoing what you're saying. The leader needs to become a better leader all the time. There's always ways to better, better themselves, right? As simple as reading audio or listening to audiobooks or reading. Right. Like I went on a big binge this year because my coach got me to this place of like, I write a whole bunch of stuff about the military and the leadership within the military and what it takes. And by read, I mean, listen to on audiobook. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> so because I firmly believe that that is the case. Yeah. Is the lack of leadership is, is a disease in our space. And it's because people don't have that muscle. Right. People aren't born leaders. I know you hear that you're a born leader. Yeah. No, you're not. You can be charismatic. You can be born charismatic. People can be drawn to you charismatically, but doesn't mean you're not a lead. Yeah. There is a vast difference in that. You're making me feel so good at that I'm not feeling so bad about that. I learned the same thing this year. Actually, it was last year, 2022. I had the biggest breakthrough. I'll be like, okay, I'm doing the four hour work week. The four hour work week is what I want. Yeah. The book tells me to only work four hours. Yeah. But how'd that go for you? Oh man, terrible. Yeah. I we were at our peak and I started doing the four hour work week. Yeah. And then the like three months down the line, I just started going the, like the decline. I'm well, like, of course. Because you weren't in the game on. anymore. Yes. Right. 
that's the problem, right? And, and that's okay. You went through that because you have to. So what I always tell any entrepreneur is you need to go through these things. You need to go through these learning curves. You need to go through these hiccups. Hopefully you can have someone around you that can say, don't do that. You have a coach. You have someone that can say that is a mistake. Hopefully that's the case. And at the time you didn't, that's fine. But you know, those are the things that you realize, oh shit. Okay. Learn, learn my lesson. If I pull myself out of this, my business goes down. You always, and everyone goes through it. By the way, never feel bad about some challenges you might be going through because we've all gone through them. Yeah. Right. And, and the only difference being is I've done this 15 years and you, you've done it less. Right. And so yeah, almost three years. Right. So, so that's okay. You're going to go through plenty of mistakes, but that's why you want to be in coaching or a part of a mastermind or something that you can have someone. Hey, I'm thinking about doing this thing where I'm only working two hours a day. What do we think here? Yeah. And I'd be like, well, what's the bond about that? Yeah. If someone needs to keep you accountable. Like, of course. Like big people have always someone that keeps them accountable. So of if, if someone joins a program, they can, you, you can always notice when someone is not really doing the thing. You're, you could call them out as a great coach, you know, having coaching moments. Because leaders will also make, make mistakes even though they're making millions, uh, helping hundreds of people, Hell yeah. thousands of people. Hell right? yeah. Leaders make mistakes all, all the, the time. time. I make mistakes all the time. I'm not sitting here. That's what I'm trying to say is that bullshit of like, bro, I got everything under control. I'm the fucking man. It's nonsense. Yeah. I'm trying to grow to a place that I have n never been, right? So for me to lead my tribe to that place, I'm making mistakes along the way. And the reason why I do so well at coaching and people love my coaching is because everything I'm learning by eating these shit sandwiches and making that mistake, I then can go to Esteban and say, hey, dude, well, I just ate this huge shit sandwich. Don't do that, right? Because yeah. then I can impress upon them what not to do. Yeah. That's really the power of coaching is not always just what to do, yeah. but even more importantly, what not to do so you don't have to go make that mistake, yeah. right? So you can ultimately keep more money that you make. Because that's what the mistakes happen. The yeah. Mistakes happen and there's financial consequences to those mistakes, right? Yeah. Whether you lose a lot of money, the marketing didn't work out, whatever. So the key to all that is like, dude, there's, there's nobody. Name the name. Everyone is currently always making mistakes. Some may be bigger. Some may be smaller. And you, I would rather smaller mistakes along the way than big, massive ones. But again, Grant himself. Right. I spent two days with him and he just poured into me and a small group of entrepreneurs about his mistakes. Right. And he's he's swinging the bat big and he's made some mistakes along that line. And so I would just encourage everyone, don't get discouraged if you're making mistakes. Yeah. Like the only way you lose is if you quit yeah. and you can never beat someone who always gets up. Yeah. You can never beat someone who always gets up. So for anyone out there listening to this and you're an entrepreneur, you're in real estate, whatever. Get in the game and stay in the game because you will never lose if you do that. You will always be able to win as long as you're taking action. And I'll kind of leave it at this. There's five pillars I firmly believe in for all entrepreneurs. First of all, decide what the fuck you want. Decide, right? I'm not asking you figure out why you're doing it. I'm saying decide what you want and then have your commitment level support that. So the decision of what you want has to be so big that when you make the mistakes that we're talking about, you keep going anyways. That's how big that decision of what you want is. It's not, I'm doing it for my kids. Everyone's doing it for the kids. Everybody, trust me, every parent is doing this for the kids. So decide what you want and then align your commitment because you're going to make a lot of mistakes and it's going to happen. You're going to do it. I'm going to do it. 
So you keep getting back up because your commitment sticks to the decision you made. The next, take massive action. Massive action is going to cause mistakes, but you must take action. Don't get ready to get ready to make sure you're ready before you get ready when you're getting ready. Like, just go. Done is better than perfect. Three, be totally prepared to be uncomfortable all the time. Esteban's growth to get to 400 employees is going to push you way further than where you're currently at by 10x minimum, right? Yes. Um, so be prepared to be totally uncomfortable, maybe a couple restless nights, those type of things. Be, be okay with it. That is the status quo for entrepreneurs. And lastly, and what I would probably say most importantly, quit and stop the bullshit time expectation you give yourself. Esteban doesn't need to have 400 employees by the end of 2023. Right. And because if you fall short of that and you have 200 and you're all disappointed and miserable and blah, 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 yeah, but you have 200 employees. Yeah. Right. In, in my world as a coach, people come to coaching, I want to deal in 30 days. What the fuck does 30 days mean to you? Like, why don't we just go get your first deal? Yeah. Let's go do that. Right. Because then you have a skill set that you can replicate forever. Right. And so, the time expectation kills people's dreams, kills people's commitment to what they decided to do because yeah. they, they fail under the time constraint they gave themselves that no one else gave themselves. And then that kills their dream to stay committed to the decision. So those are the big five. Yeah, people come with wrong expectations about business or marketing or even what it actually takes to be successful That's all it. the time. I love those five pillars. I want to call those five pillars the, um, the five pillars to turn a shitty sandwich into an authentic Cuban sandwich <laughs> made by your, your authentic wife. That's right. My Cuban wife with the exactly. Cuban sandwich. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> That's awesome.